Dueling Dialogues is brought to you by our affiliates at hostpapa.com. Click the banner on the right left chronicles.com for premium unlimited web hosting with the highest rated reviews at the lowest prices. Coming to you from that once forgotten artery that pulses through the center of the continental United States and into the heart of the Ozarks, Grace Matthews. Looking in from the northern border, our Canadian friend, along with his countrymen feeling the effects of U.S. political issues, Connor Murphy. Welcome to Dueling Dialogues, episode 132. I'm Connor Murphy here with Grace Matthews. Hi, Grace. How are you? I'm upset. Why? While I was waiting on you, I watched this press conference with the president, post-election press conference. Okay. And Jim Acosta, when called upon by the president to ask a question, any question you wanted, begins to badger the president unmercifully. First of all, it's embarrassing I, I'm I'm alone and I'm embarrassed oh, wow. and anxious. Okay, it is unprofessional, and you know, to all of our listeners out there, we have got to quit listening and reading these journalists that want to badger the president. Right. You know, ask him whatever you want, but going on a witch hunt to try to get him to flub up so you've got a good sound bite, (laughs) preferably with yourself in it, with the president, it's becoming uncool. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. And Jim Acosta should not have a job with CNN, and I'm not much for asking for people to get fired, and I'm not gonna ask that. But at the very least, the president needs to ban him from the White House. He can do that. President Reagan did it. I remember when Reagan had to create a dress code. Things got to show back. Wow, no way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, these guys were coming in there um, dirty, kind of. Unreal. And he finally said, you know what? One day, they all started coming in, and he started sending some of them away. (laughs) And they said, well, what's wrong? And he said, you know what? You're no longer coming in here without a suit and a tie and a shower. (laughs) Wow. Oh, man. president was up there about ready to barf. Unreal. Anyway, it was awful. And a few others followed Jim Acosta's lead. Wow. Let me guess. Were were they like from the New York Times, possibly, or something like that? Possibly. You know, a couple of them, I don't even know where they're from. But left wing, right? Oh, very much so. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, he is one of the most accessible presidents. You don't have to like him, but could you treat the office with respect? You know, you can't put the worst murderer on trial and put him on the stand and badger him. Yeah. It's against the law. Exactly. You know, the the judge will reprimand you. If you keep it up, you'll be held in contempt and thrown in jail. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The same standard needs to be in those press conferences. And usually he goes after Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Right. Yeah. I I think you're all right. They need to start ejecting some of these, uh, journalists maybe ban the media outlet 
and see how they like it. Suspend them for one month. See how they like it. Yeah, but it, you know what? It goes back to what you said the other day. You had heard Zucker, the um, CEO, president of CNN, say something to the effect that if they quit talking about Trump, they'll have no uh, viewers. Right, exactly. You know, they've got five viewers now. I understand <laughs> they don't want to lose them. But, you know, I don't know what these guys would do if they lost their job at CNN. I mean, who would take these guys the way they talk? Well, yeah, exactly. Because this isn't journalism. This is not journalism. This is, um, I don't even know what you would call it, but it's very similar to some sort of mob-type journalism. Yeah, I guess that would uh, describe it correctly. Yeah, it's like the mafioso is running the, the... you know the press conference from the from underground. It's like the bullies in junior high. Oh, this is definitely bully behavior. Yeah, yeah, very good analogy. Hmm. Stop it. <laughs> I, I hope that everyone listening voted. If um, they're in the United States, I didn't um, vote. I, I know. I didn't vote. Uh, you're Canadian, so yeah. we'll forgive you. I put on my best voting gear all day yesterday. Oh, cool. I had my cowgirl boots on the outside of my jeans <laughs> with my red leather jacket, a blue t-shirt, and a scarf that was like, I don't know, sort of a red, white, and blue um Native American print. <laughs> right on. I went all over to- I wanted to get a picture for you, but nobody was around to take a picture. I, I called it my voting outfit. <laughs> right on. People were looking at me like, man, she's really into it. But uh, I just good. thought, you know what, if I go run my errands in this and somebody's forgetting to vote, this will remind them. Good one on you. That's great. So, um, I don't know. Hopefully, I reminded somebody. Well... I can't even find anything on the election today in Canada. Nothing in the media. Zero. You know, that is, you know, you guys are, it's just the weirdest thing. Sometimes you find things I can't find about us. I know, isn't it interesting? And sometimes the simplest things you can't find anything on. Yeah, there's absolutely nothing in my news feed with regards to the election. So I just assume the Democrats didn't do too well. Because if they did really, really well, then I probably would have heard of it. Because most of the mainstream media is is on their side, the left wing. It was a bit deflating. However, the Republicans lost the House, the Congress. Oh. Not by a lot, 24 seats. Um, the, the Democrats were planning on getting at least 30 seats. Okay. Um. They did not, and at times, if you listen to them, they were going to get something like 50. I don't know. Um, that was a blow, and, and I think that the biggest problem with that for me is health care. Right. But we'll talk about that here in a little bit. Uh, but the president is calling it a win. He gained at least two seats, maybe up to four seats, because there's two elections that um, are going to have to go to recount in the Senate. 
okay? He lost less than any president has since Kennedy in 1962. And I'm here to tell you, that's the year I was born, so it was a long time ago. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so mm. it's, it's a win. I mean, Obama lost something like 60. Oh, wow. Okay. At midterms. Uh, Bill Clinton lost, I believe it was 54. Wow, and I had no George idea. Bush lost 30 something. Wow. So he did do well. These celebrities, pretty much all the celebrities lost. <laughs> there were a lot of celebrities that um, supported I don't Gilliam. Know. I don't know why I find that so funny. Well, it is. You know, they, they tend to make somebody lose rather than win. Gillum had everybody, I don't know, all sorts of Puff Daddy, all of those guys were supporting him. He was running against DeSantis for governor. Okay. He was ahead. The whole time he was ahead, the last number said he was, I don't know, 10 points ahead. DeSantis won by at least six points. Oh, wow. So that was a bust. Hmm. Okay. Marsha... Um, Blackburn of Tennessee for the Senate. She won despite the fact that Taylor Swift <laughs> had said don't vote for her. Oh, wow. Okay? But the most surprising one was Oprah. Oh. She was, um, she stumped last week for Stephanie Abrams. Right, right. We talked about that. Okay. Is Oprah losing her appeal? Because usually when we do um, shows or articles about Oprah, I mean, she's almost a guaranteed hit. Right. I'm telling you, she's losing some of her stuff. <laughs> That's funny. I mean, our, our, our medical marijuana stuff are doing better than our Oprah stuff. <laughs> well, this is pretty interesting because... On a lot of scales, I think it speaks a lot that people don't want to hear what a star says. You know, they're not blue-collar workers by any means. I don't think they want to hear either. And in fact, when they do hear, it's almost like, screw you. How do you know what I need? Exactly. So I don't know if it's any benefit. It has the opposite effect. Yeah, that's obviously. Look what happened in the election. I mean, I'm surprised yeah. because in my news, news feed, I think on Friday afternoon, it had uh, Abrams ahead by, I think it was 20 points. It was like insane. So what happened? Yeah. I don't know because, you know, um, I said, her name's Stacy. I, I said Stephanie. I apologize. Stacy Abrams. Um Oprah stumped for her was it Thursday or Friday so it's very late in the week and things just turned around um, on a dime in the last two or three days at one point I believe she was ahead by 20 points yeah exactly I think that's the same uh, poll so what did they do yeah take the poll in Oprah's book club <laughs> seriously you know, I, you've got to wonder I mean I think polls are useless if you look at the polls in this election, they weren't as bad as 2016, but they weren't right either. 
Yeah. Okay. At least some of them were in the margin of error. Now, it was interesting. If anybody watched Fox News last night, Fox News, up until the 2016 election, had always done exit polls. First few elections, they do it. It turns out great. They're heroes. Okay. Right. Starting in about 2010, these exit polls weren't doing, they weren't very accurate. Okay. Okay. By 2016 election, Trump versus Hillary, Fox really got egg on their face. They were totally wrong. So this time they decide to do a combination of, of questioning of people, but not as they exit the polls prior to the election. Well, now, for other pollsters in 2016, that was a problem because people that supported Trump would lie or not talk at all. Exactly. Yeah. So why Fox thought this was going to work had me stopped. And that's what I thought all along. And then last night, as they're sort of given, you know, they're proud, all proud of their new set and, you know, the system they're going to use for the night, they say that this included 100,000 voting Americans. 100,000 is not very many. When you talk about, I don't know what the final count was last night, but almost as many people in a lot of places, including where I live, turned out as for a presidential election. So you are talking about maybe 70 million people voted. 100,000 would mean a couple thousand from each state. And, and you think that's scientific? <laughs> yeah. And, and then, like you said, where are they getting these people? Are, are, are they getting them through the internet? Are they getting them on cell phones? Are they getting them on landlines? Are they getting them at the, battle, at the mall? You know, regardless of any of those places, I don't think it's real reliable. But the news people need to just, they need to come up with something different so that you watch and you believe them. Whether it's true or not, see, you'll forget by the next election. Yeah, no kidding. I find so it interesting. So maybe though. that's irrelevant to them. Yeah. It's the hype getting you to watch them that night when they sell big buck advertising. That's probably... That really matters. Yeah, that's probably the truth right there. Yeah. So, like I said, worried about health care. And another reason I am worried about healthcare, as I've, I've talked about before, and my situation where I'm, I'm trying to get healthcare for next year because my company is not going to write individual policies anymore. Well, I got scammed the other day. Mm -hmm. A healthcare company called me, supposed healthcare company, knew my son and my uh, knew our weight our birthdays, all, all the stuff that goes into the system when you're looking for it, right? Okay. They knew all that stuff. So I thought it was okay. He offers me a decent price. I give him my debit card. Then I ask him two questions. One was, could you email me this before you um, charge me? Okay. And the second was, I asked about the hospitalization. 
I got very strange answers on both. And I knew he was a scam. Oh. Um, so I had to cancel my debit card, run all over the place, getting a new one. So wow. until they stabilized the market, stabilize the loss, we are all very vulnerable out here. Yeah, no kidding. Scams. And I think about a lot of people, I was sitting at my computer, so while he was, you know, going here and there or putting me on hold, I was Googling. Right. And knew what to ask. Okay. You know, a lot of people aren't, aren't sitting there doing that, especially older people. Right, exactly. Be careful because apparently unscrupulous individuals can tap into the government's healthcare site. Oh, um, wow. Once called the Obamacare site, I don't know, the Affordable Care Act so site. So somebody's hacked in. I didn't in actually or... go to that. I went to another um, um, porthole. Right. But apparently their information goes to that anyway. So you're exactly right. Somebody's hacked into it. Very scary. Be careful. Um, this guy tried to tell me he couldn't send me a copy of what the coverage would be because that would be illegal. And I said, what? Wait a minute. Yeah. Why would that be illegal? And I said, others have sent it. Oh, then they broke the law. Oh, okay. Give me a break. Yeah. Be careful, people. They're coming for your money. That's right. And um, had I not called my bank immediately, I, I guarantee you, he would have tried to drain it. Wow. Okay. That's... Um, you know, and corruption is a muck. Several years ago, I registered to vote are re-registered because I moved. Okay. Right. I registered as a Republican. Okay. Now a lot I have throughout my life gone back and forth between Republican and Independent. Very few times have I voted straight ticket. I have voted for a lot of Democrats in my life. So I don't want that to be nevertheless, when I got my card, I noticed that it said Democrat. So I called <laughs> the Green County, that Green County, Missouri office. And I said, could you please change it? Oh, we can't do that. I said, you're kidding me. Well, why did, how did I become a Democrat on this thing? I don't know. I mean, she basically almost hung up on me. So I filled out a new voter's registration. Okay. They again did not change my status. And count me as a Democrat. What the hell? Now, in the meantime, two years ago, I moved. So I every time you move, you update your registration. I hadn't even looked at it. And um, this weekend, I started getting calls and texts from Democrats wanting me to come out and knock on doors and give rides to the polls and vote Democratic. Not what only did they do this, they gave my phone number and my information to the Democratic Party. Oh. Which is just wrong. Yeah. So shame on you, Green County, Missouri. 
that to me is a form of voter fraud. Yeah. Do you, do you have uh, any kind of programs where you can go get a lawyer consult for ten dollars? Not that I'm aware of. Yeah, we we have a something in our legal system. We can basically go talk to a lawyer. You get like twenty minutes with a lawyer, and you know you tell them what kind of your problem is, and they give you some advice. Yeah, I think you got uh, legal action there. Well, it's it's just crazy and. I am really tired of these government agencies, just like the healthcare, giving out information. Yeah, and you know, it's bad enough to give my phone number. It's bad enough to give my birthday. But when you give my damn weight to somebody, yeah, you really piss me off. Yeah, because I'm a woman, and we don't go around telling our weight. Right, right. But in both situations, it's a government, so-called trusted agency, and they gave away my information. And I'm not the only one. Yeah, I can imagine. You know that. Okay, so here is a good question for you, Connor. Okay. Woke. You thought you woke this morning. Right. I guess. Do you know what that means? W-O-K-E. Well... Yeah, you're not asleep, right? <laughs> I guess. Well, it has another meaning, a new okay. meaning. It is perceived truth about social issues. And the perceived truth can be created, manufactured. Oh, a license to commit fraud, essentially. Wow. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or that's fake a, news. That's, a, that's, yeah, that fake news. Where, where did that right, come from? Perceived. Okay. Um, Black Lives Matter. It's one of their terms. And I, I came across it rather accidentally and thought, what does this mean? Well, I would have guessed and, Antifa, uh, to tell you the truth. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, I don't know sometimes if there's a lot of difference, okay? The, those two intersect sometimes. Yeah. A true, lot of times. True that. So there was left in Springfield. I didn't see it. But apparently uh, some articles were sort of collaged with pictures on almost like poster board. Right. Somewhere in Springfield about our bad history with racism against black people. Okay. And all these people were saying, well, those that, something to the effect, those that woke woke us, they woke us. I'm like, what? <laughs> What's that mean? Wow. And okay. uh, so according to the people, the, these articles, there, there was some manufacturing of truth. In other words, you, you put these ideas out there. You maybe put them in a certain order. You maybe take away um, some of the context and you create a perceived truth, which becomes the truth. Oh, and right. you do this to manipulate how society thinks about certain social issues. Wow. Okay. I huh. believe that the president has been woke on this <laughs> nationalist issue. You know, nationalist versus globalist. I did an article, we actually did kind of a show under shadow government. Right. 
probably about a year ago. Okay. Yep. Actually, um, a very good series. We dared of like three different shows on shadow government. Right. And articles. Mm-hmm. And, and we talked about, you know, a nationalist believes in country first. It's almost biblical for a lot of people. Right. Because, you know, God, the Bible, Jewish people, Christians, um, I don't know if Islam believes that, but you take care of charity begins at home. You take care of your own first. You start with your family, your neighborhood, your community, your city. You know, you take care of those people. Like um, when we knew we were going to adopt children, we were going to adopt children that needed help in our city. Doesn't mean people that adopt kids from China are bad. It just means that's kind of our belief, right. you know. You don't leave your brother starving and send money to Cambodia. Absolutely, yeah. That is a nationalist attitude. Yeah. Okay. The opposite of that, or the other side of that, is globalist, where you look at the globe as you know being the same as your home. Right. You know. Um, Now, where the president is being woke is that every time he uses the term nationalist, they accuse him of being a white nationalist. (laughs) Yeah, true that. And that leads into Nazi, that leads into Hitler, that leads into, you know, David Duke and white supremacists and uh, back to Charlottesville a year ago and... That's what Black Lives Matters, and I'm I'm sure Antifa. That's where this woke comes in, and now the media has hopped on board with woke. Oh, so we get to look forward to a lot more fake news. Awesome. Well, you know, that's Jim Acosta is probably the king of woke. They well, say yeah. that um, Black Lives Matter and, uh, like I said, possibly Antifa, but. You know, it might be the invention of CNN's own Jim Acosta. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. I don't know, but it's very dangerous. And this is how, you know, civil revolutions, wars begin. Yeah. They begin first with rhetoric. And they begin with untruths that are treated like truths. Well, woke. I, I, woke uh, is very scary. I'm glad you brought that up because now I'm going to be woke looking out for it. Wow. Absolutely. That's that's yeah. absolutely horrible and you have to agree that that's pretty bad. And I agree with you. We don't always agree, but life's a journey and we're all in this together. Thanks for listening. Godspeed Connor and Godspeed to all of our friends out there. Godspeed, Grace, and thanks for listening. Dueling Dialogues is brought to you by our affiliates at hostpapa.com. Click the banner on the rightleftchronicles.com for premium unlimited web hosting with the highest rated reviews at the lowest prices.